You are listening to the Coles and Riffs Podcast. Welcome to the Hail Hydra podcast. I mean, the uh, Colson Lives podcast. An agency <laughs> podcast, that is. I am Daniel Janes. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hungatok. And we are all in states of semi-shock after this week's episode. Although not as much shock as we might have been had we not all seen the Captain America movie. Yes. Um, so, if you haven't seen Captain America, go see Captain America and then watch this week's episode, and then come back and watch this. And then. Or listen to this podcast. Yeah. If you haven't seen Captain America Winter Soldier, stop right now. We'll wait and, and go well, watch it. Well, I mean, you can just push pause. Yeah. We, we've already done our job. You yeah. haven't because Because, you because if you haven't seen it, then this will be all the spoilers for you, and really it's more fun if it's not spoiled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. Uh, because I saw it again, and the second time it was still awesome. Just the suspense was not there nearly I, as much. It, I love the fact that the I love the Captain America movies. I love them. Every time I watch the Captain America, the first one, and now the second one too, I I I, I don't lose any of my enjoyment of the original film, which is good. It's amazing. A lot of the Marvel films do that for me, but these ones especially. It just blows my mind that I like him so little in the Avengers. Like I don't hate him, but it's just there's so many other people to love in the Avengers, mm. and like the the hero story of the Hulk and the um, sort of surprise heroism of Iron Man, uh, Captain America just sort of seems like yeah. I mean that's that's what he's that much. Would do. He's They're, much more one dimensional. Yeah. And in the Avengers, we also have that whole where the first time we really see him interact with anybody. He's under the mental influence of Loki's scepter, which means that he's saying the worst possible things at the worst possible time. Because really, that by the book, blah, 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 keep your mouth shut, is not Cap if you look at his original movie. I mean, (laughs) that's not him at all. So the fact that that's what we're getting in the Avengers makes him not nearly as interesting. Yeah. And kind of disappointing, actually. I'm glad that we got back the Captain America that we had in his first movie, in the oh, most sure. recent one. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's continue talking about that movie because it does tie in directly to this week's episode, which is titled Turn, Turn, Turn. Um, yep. So, uh, yeah, now is the time that spoiler things begin. So if this is your if last you chance. If you decided to not heed our earlier warnings, do It's your own now. fault if you stay now. Cool. Just saying. We're going to put like an air raid siren here. <laughs> no. So that no. It, you know that <laughs> this shit's real. You should just have been listening. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. If I cared enough, I'd put like sirens in the background. And, like, it's okay. I just did the Beatles. They're fine. Beetle, beetle. Yeah, that's, that's good enough. So, um, <laughs> like, Shield Stop. is Hydra. Stop. That's not the movie I'm talking about. <sighs> Shield is Hydra. So in is the, the thing. <laughs> Shield is Hydra. No. Shield is, well, heavily infiltrated. Yeah. And really, the Shield agents who aren't Hydra don't react nearly fast enough. No. And it's hard to believe. It, it seemed the first time I saw it, it seemed that the Hydra agents outnumbered the Shield agents, mostly because we didn't really get focus on any of the Shield people. Apart from a flash here and there, right. um, I wonder if the problem was was more that the the Hydra infiltration was mostly on a specialist level, 
we had a lot of technicians and and mines that were non hydra that couldn't do anything against the gun. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. If you're gonna have control of an operation, you put it you put put your people in as high level agents if you can, which they do, and you put them in as the guns, because as long as you've got a few people in each of the other departments. If you've got the power over them, you've got the control. You don't have to have all of them. You can turn them at your leisure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As sad as that sounds. Or do what they were going to do with um, Fitz and just force them to work. We're talking about the movie right now. Oh. (laughs) Same difference. Same difference. But yeah, Yeah. it it makes sense because if you've got a gun on somebody, for the most part, they're going to do what you tell them to do. Yes, they are. Hell, I would. Same for that one guy who had to... Because go that guy. He was awesome. He was about to get shot in the head, but he was totally awesome. It's like, I'm Captain's not orders. Do Captain's orders. Captain's orders. <laughs> Great line. Fuck, yes, that guy. Oh. Uh, I liked that it wasn't all Steve, though. Yeah. yeah that That's what amazed me a, about this movie. We've got a good Fury arc um, and character development with him. We've got a good Natasha Romanoff arc and a little bit of character development, but not as much as I would have liked. And then we've got the Falcon. I don't know. We'll talk about this later. Falcon is awesome. Falcon was fantastic. I want a pair of those wings. (laughs) So... Yeah, but and, it wasn't. It didn't feel like they were really, you know, super secondary characters, which was nice. Yeah, right. It, they kind of went the Avengers route, where everyone had their moments, um, and it worked very well. Yeah. Only real complaints I have about this movie: uh, some of the actions, action scenes were too close up and hard to tell what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And where the hell is uh, Tony Stark and Hawkeye? Everyone else I can explain. Yeah, Hawkeye was the big but one. As soon well, see, as Hawkeye was Natasha's in trouble. Lit second moment. Yeah. Right, you think he'd be there. And you get a second mo- moment when the uh, carriers are finding their targets where there's one obviously in the penthouse of Stark Tower. Yep. So you think that might be Tony? Or Pepper. But it could be Pepper. Or both of them. I mean, we get a couple mentions oh, right. she has powers of Tony too. Stark. Like, I, I yeah. don't get why Tony Stark be, isn't there. Extremis, we presume it's been neutralized, but we don't know if it's gone. Exactly. Um, but there's only the one target there, so yeah. But, I mean, if, if Tony Stark lives in New York and they're fighting this out in DC he could get there in what half hour tops that's less, like if less. if there's a lot right. of tr- air traffic I, I, or something like right. he's not a part of the shield organization that kind of that kind of shit's not yeah going but out. he uploaded Jarvis into the Main Healy carrier. There is and no as soon way as he gets Jarvis targeted, isn't still in the system. I'm sure Jarvis has something that's like, oh, you're you're being targeted. Like, yeah, he's not part of Shield, yeah. and so I guess maybe if Cap and Natasha are trying to stay under the radar, they wouldn't be able to contact him. But Hill definitely would be able to. I just don't see. Yeah, and I don't see him sitting on his butt. I mean, at the end, we've got Hill going into Stark Industries, and you know that she's getting a personal interview from Tony or Pepper or both. But they met, didn't they? Yeah, they met. Mm-hmm. How does she not realize that she's do she's casing him? Maybe she does realize she's casing him. What are you talking about? If why would Stark let her work at Stark Towers if if she knew that he knew that essentially? I know, but essentially afterwards, sorry. The thing that's 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 weird to me is Stark knows who Maria Hill is yes. and lets her come work for her even though he knows that it's essentially a S.H.I.E.L.D. babysitter. Well, but I don't think it is. But S.H.I.E.L.D.'s also 
gone at this point. She just needs a job. That's how I looked at it. I mean, I'm sure there's other motivations there, but face value. They do all get spread out. Yeah, Yeah. it makes sense. It's just that I I don't see Tony sitting on his butt, as I said. Mm -hmm. I see him (laughs) putting on the suit and getting up in the air. And, and getting over there. Could there. Be some awesome I mean, it so could have been fixed by a better um, post-credit scene, with you just see Iron Man flying up and there's the destruction all over the place. He just says something like, uh, "Did I miss it?" Yeah, because it is a short oh, timeline. He could have missed it and not gotten there in time, but he'd have gotten there. Right. Exactly. Or showing him at like a resort in Fiji or something, watching it on the news, going, "Ah, damn it." <laughs> <laughs> How soon can I get in the air? <laughs> the only way that yeah. it, it's going to be okay for me is if he's off in space with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Which has I been a rumor. Which is not going to happen. What? I, I doubt I don't it. think I it's going to happen. But oh, you mean a post credit scene where Iron Man shows up and goes, we should talk about the Avengers Initiative, and they're like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Iron Man? Excuse me, are you Star Lord? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. And they're all like, but you live on Earth. We saw a thing (laughs) the other day that had Thor, or not Thor, Captain America and Iron Man going up against each other, and Cap goes, big man in a big suit. Take take away the suit. What are you? And he goes, naked! Sweet. So, yeah, Yeah. uh, basically the tie-in here is S.H.I.E.L.D. is infiltrated heavily by HYDRA. Which leads us into our episode. Beginning. Yeah, has been since the, the 50s. Um, so let's introduce you this episode. why they would trust Zola, honestly. That, and let me yeah. say how creepy Zola is in oh, his tape deck self. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> so cool. Uh, it was such a good was cool. uh, callback. I want to watch Iron Man 3 again, too. Yeah. Oh no! So yeah, it, it does. It does lead straight into the episode because it's happening basically at the same time. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Read six one six. Where's that coming from? Close. Enemy aircraft on my tail. Over. Garrett. Coulson, I'm under attack. Drones. Pete. Shield drones are on my ass. We're not getting along. Do you copy? Copy. Garrett, what's happening? We've lost control of our aircraft. Elevino. Tell me you got guns on that thing. Coming to you. Fitz, can you manually wire the guns to weapons control? Bypass our system? Have I have cables long enough yet? Sky, decode the signal. We need to get ahead of this. I don't want any more surprises today. What happened? She's a sleeper. I mean, the other kind of sleeper. Wait, what are you saying? She's been reporting on us this whole time. Episode 17 of season one, titled Turn, 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 written by Jed Whedon and Marissa Tancheron, and directed by Vincent Misiano. And yeah, basically, S.H.I.E.L.D. is infected by Hydra. And so whole bunch of betrayal going on yep pretty That's much everywhere <laughs> <laughs> and we start off the episode right where we ended the last one with may at gunpoint and i get why everybody's so panicked about this she doesn't handle it well either yeah no one no one is doing particularly well in that situation mm-hmm not even Sky or Fitz. None of them are doing well. Coulson is completely lost. It. Yeah, he's out of his mind. It's the alien blood. <laughs> <laughs> he's starting to act erratic. Reporting to Director Fury. Yeah, but Director Fury's not answering anymore because ah, he's been shot. He's dead. He's dead. Wink. By the way, <laughs> he dies in the thing, kinda. Uh, but <laughs> death is no longer a thing in this universe, uh, thanks to Coulson and Sky. It's, it's apparently not. 
Uh, and Fury. And well, except well. we don't know if the oh, death may be a thing again. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So, plot-wise, Garrett's so jet uh, is flying away. Line and... Yeah, go ahead. And he gets attacked by some shield drones, and so he returns to the bus and rejoins them, and Hand is all mysterious, like, oh, Garrett's back with them. We can take them all together. Uh, save the ship. Don't just blow it out of the sky. Blah, 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 blah. All sinister because it's insinuating that she's Hydra. So that later when it's revealed that she's not Hydra, it's shocking. And then Garrett, who's supposedly on the I side I still don't of trust everyone, her. There's a double buff. Uh, yeah. That, that's... That would have been a better name for this episode is Double Bluff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you do keep turning because you're like, oh no, he's on our side. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. And by the end, you're just going, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. What? So- oh, what? Yeah. It got oh me a little exhausted yeah. and kind of bored with it by the end though there was just a little too much of it i i don't think bored is something that i would describe myself as after the episode was over not not no. with the episode with but the hey look surprise hey look surprise with with all well, the I, what, I, what i likened it twists. to what i likened it to to whatever i made was it's this it's like if you were watching Battlestar Galactica, but instead of being like, ooh, Cylons on day two, it'd be like, we're going to give you 16 to 17 episodes where we introduce people, we fall in love with characters, and then at some point in time, we're going to destroy something that's that's foundational to the world uh, that we've built so far, and then call into question the loyalty of literally everyone. And instead of doing it in episode two, they did it. In episode know, 18. Episode 18. Which made it more devastating because we, we you know, we trusted, we, we as as viewers, trusted these people. Um, and it was crazy to, to be, have that trust betrayed. Oh. Which is why we love Joss Whedon because he's so good at setting up those relationships and then taking them away. So. And even at this point, we can't be sure that the final betrayal is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is also ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So. Don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Plot-wise, pretty convoluted. And a lot of betrayals. A lot of back and forth. <laughs> Simmons and Trip are captured by Hand, and in a great reveal, this is when Hand shows that she is true to the Shield. She shows her hand. Uh, Do you know how many hand I've made because of this woman? A it makes lot. me so happy. <laughs> like when we saw the person who, who sort of hand reports to, to to try and make her do the dirty work or whatever, uh, she's like, who's that guy who just flipped that switch? I was like, it was hand's right hand. Ah! <laughs> this is what I have to put up with. Sorry, Rudy. I just can't <laughs> handle those. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Hand thinks that Coulson's uh, turned and Garrett thinks that Hand is turned and Coulson's just like, yeah, we should probably talk it out. And Garrett's all like, no, we should kill her. And then no, he says something that... Colson never told anybody about, and he's like, "So you and, must yeah, know." Yeah, the realization the on Colson's face there is beautiful. It was so subtle. We had to go back and watch it again. It's like they they did such a good. The, the director did a really good job with that shot because, like, there's he says it, and then his face has that moment of realization, and then instead of going back to Garrett during the during the during like the speech, explanation, it stays on, it stays on Coulson. Coulson the whole time while he's putting the pieces together. It was brilliant. Clark Lake is brilliant. Love it. Yeah, lots of 
very very well done micro expressions going on mm-hmm. yeah and i I liked uh garrett's expressions there too when he realizes he's been caught like at first he's like no no it wasn't well shit shit <laughs> well <laughs> since we're here since we're here i'm gonna blow you all away but there and was then that the line. whole thing the whole thing where then they tie back when the strike team comes in and Garrett looks around and they tie back to the movie when we found out that Sitwell was Hydra, which I, I was shocked in the movie. Uh-huh. I was absolutely shocked. Likewise. And then, you know, the Hydra bad guys gun down the good guys, which is And no Gary good. Sandling, that motherfucker. Yeah, that was a good cameo. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see him get his after Iron Man 1. Yeah, call back, call back to Iron Man 1. We always knew he was bad. Oh, no, it was 2. It was definitely in 2. Sorry. Was it 2? Yeah, because we see Gary Shandling at the beginning of number 2 because of the having him. Oh, that's right, that's right. That's right. You're right. You're right. I was wrong. I was also wrong. But so, yeah, anyway. That was awesome. So, yeah. And then they take over the area and they lock up all the Hydra people who are in the hub, we think. We hope. We hope. <laughs> There's this great line in there that we can say for quotes if we want to that um, Fitz drops, which was really nice. And a really nice, like a really good character oh, yeah. for him. When he's beautifully crying. Yeah. Oh, such a good, such a good actor. I think they self-select actors that can cry without turning bright red. (laughs) It's a good choice, really. And (laughs) snuffly. Really, it's the best choice, yeah. Well, if you're an actor, I guess you have to be able to cry without, you know, stuffing yourself up to the point where you can't talk clearly. (laughs) True that. Which would mean that I would fail. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, Yeah, I think... We're good on plot. We'll save the end point for speculation because that's where yeah, it's yeah, call. going. Yeah. Um, that's what it is. Yeah, cool. Let's talk character stuff. Well, I sent her a request. She must not have. Agent Weaver, thank you for joining me. I'd been hurt. Gemma, thank God you're still alive. What? What's wrong? Is the hub still secure? Are you with your team? Get somewhere safe and lock the door. What's happened? Have your commander report that the academy is under siege. We don't know how long Hydra's been inside shield, but they are taking control. Hydra? What? Where? Everywhere. Among us. If you survive, you know where to find me. Gemma, don't trust anyone. What are you doing? What the lady said to do, locking the door. Let me out. Go ahead. This door won't hold if they come looking, but they won't come around this way for a little while. I'm staying. How do I know I can trust you? Because I'm trustworthy. (laughs) You're the one who works with the zombie robot back from the dead. Take it. If you try to kill me with it, I'll know I can't trust you. I'll fire the thing back up. Let's see if we can get our friends on the line. Can't wait to tell them the good news. There's quite a bit, but it's hard to tell what's real. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of why this episode isn't one of my favorites. Uh, just... I really like Go ahead, sorry. Don't know anything about what's going on. Like, you you just have guesses and, like, you don't really trust anything anyone does. Yeah. Yeah. I liked Trip giving the knife to um, Simmons and yeah. saying that if you try to kill me with it, I'll know what side you're on. That's a yeah. good point. It was a uh, little too close to the if they're shooting at you, they're bad line from the movie but it it was a good moment so i'm glad they had it there was the uh the moment when uh hand was uh telling them to join harder right now or die and then he was like if you're gonna die you're gonna kill one of your own and she's like good answer i was like 
How do you know that wasn't what she's going to do no matter what they did? Yeah, that's the thing where with it's that... Like, let's test their loyalty, it's, but it's by not... that I mean let's either take them into the Hydrofold or we can use this as a moment to make them think that we're... Anyway. Well, that was more along the lines of if she was actually Hydra and the guy they've snatched is just some minion with a gun, she doesn't care about him. Yeah. But if she could turn Simmons and Trip against Coulson for the Hydra cause, even even momentarily, then it could be worth it. No. Not really. Anyway. I mean, I just don't see that holding very long. Um, I didn't think there was any development with Hand. I still don't like her. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter now, but I still don't like her. <laughs> I, I think she is shield and a shield agent 100% because I more so for a storytelling aspect like it would be absurd for all of that twist and turning to be taken away like why especially, yeah. yeah especially at the point where she's got her strike team and Garrett has his strike team and it's like I can either take Garrett down and take down Garrett's strike team and uh, we can just be Hydra. I mean, and we can continue the shield ruse or we can just kill Coulson and his two lackeys and then we're done. Yeah. Yeah. I I can see that she's shield, probably. I still don't like her. Oh, yeah. that That's a <laughs> whole different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. And she just jumped to conclusions awfully quickly. Oh, you know what I did love about the, everyone jumps to conclusions kind of awfully quickly in this episode. Yeah. Dan, did you notice the thing in the movie that was kind of a subtle hint, but also really interesting? Stephen Strange. Well, that's a good one. I like but, that. That's um, awesome. When they introduced, uh, when they when they had Cap walking with Fury near the beginning and going down to the Insight system, mm-hmm. what was it called? Yeah. Um, they walk through an elevator, and it reads their it reads their personality as they walk through it, and it's like Director Fury, level ten, uh, Captain Rogers, level eight, level and six. It's like, oh, snap. He, he, he was level six. Oh, was he only six? Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. He watched it twice, I believe him. Okay. Which yeah. would make sense why he doesn't know about Coulson. Exactly. I heard eight. I well. thought I saw eight also. So I was like, he's an eight, but he doesn't know about Coulson. What? No, because uh, we were talking when we were like discussing the levels of clearance. We figured that uh, Fury would be ten, or maybe we had known mm-hmm. at that point. He's definitely um, ten now. And we assumed well, that all the Avengers were six because of Coulson's death not being up to them. Yes, except now all of that's been broadcast, so now they all know. Exactly. Well, all the S.H.I.E.L.D. files that, I mean, Natasha has access to, like, would she be able to... it was a full backup. It was everything. Because the the thing that I was going to argue with you about later was that we didn't have any character growth from Natasha. I think that Natasha made her ultimate sacrifice where Captain America is willing to die for the cause. She, she knows that her biggest, her biggest thing is, is her secrets getting out because it tell it shows what her, what she's done, the terrible things that she's done for the name of money and country and whatever. Um, what so, I meant by uh, that is I want to see more of where that comes from. I want to see her backstory. Like, she definitely had a great growth, but we would understand it much better if we knew what happened to her that made her, you know, so mm. desperate to be going straight and why it sucks so much that she just traded in the KGB for Hydra. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, so, anyway. So, anyway. So, anyway. I think everything's if the, out. If the Avengers are paying attention to that broadcast, and you know Tony Stark is... Mm-hmm. They know. I mean, it might take a little while because they'll have to wade through everything. Yeah. But they'll does, know. <laughs> does that mean that the 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 Fury Project that had the the big blue man stuff is out too? That's the other thing is Col- or Fury's secrets have secrets. So 
It's like, true. Some of yeah. it could be. If anything, could just be well, Fury's no, if, files, if anything, not Shields. Yeah. And if it was on paper, which I would guess that Tahiti was not on any system ever, then it's probably not out. Yeah, which means Colson. I mean, I think Colson being alive must be out because his ops. His ops would be there, would be there. and he would be listed as on but the, the reason he's still alive probably is not out right I'm just saying that, that they would know that he was alive yeah yeah I agree with you yeah other character stuff Colson Colson and May's relationship is really sad to me because they were so tight for so long and she really does love him for as a mentor or a father figure or whatever and then at the end she turns to him and goes um uh, says something about being friends or something, and he's like, "Well, you may not be a friend, but you're definitely an ally, and we can yeah. use that." I'm like, oh. Yeah. Well, let's I not mean, let him repair the friendship because oh. Well, she's gotta figure out what she's going to do now that she doesn't have regulations and orders to hide behind. Mm. Kill everyone. And... Yeah, well, yeah, and it was. I think it was really sad when they have that whole argument about I assembled this team. I mean, both of them say it, and the fact that everything she picked was something to fix him or take him out if he snapped. Yep. Uh, good stuff there. I love. I love that. Like, it's not really retcon. It's just revealing fact about the past and how smart it was like everyone here has a purpose and the purpose is not what you initially thought it was Timmy wasn't there to help them stay alive she was there to help him if he went crazy Mm -hmm. well and if something in his body started to break down because they don't know how what it's going to do Basically, the only one who doesn't have a purpose in May's original roster is Sky. Which is probably why she was so hesitant to let her on the team in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. She doesn't, Interesting. She doesn't fill a niche and she doesn't obey orders, which it turns out is a good thing. Yeah. Yep. Are we surprised? Not really. It's a little sad that uh, Sky got her... Um, her badge for shield like a day before shield went down. Yeah. That's got to be disappointing. Congratulations. You win the lottery. By the way, the lottery no longer exists. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> yep. It's more like social security. You just got your social security pension. Too bad it's empty. <laughs> yeah. More fitting. Uh, good stuff. Uh, so Ward is interesting now. Yeah. Ward's, yeah, Ward's Finally. whole arc is kind of crazy when you think about it now. I don't know. His is the one that I have the most problems with. Do we want to wait for For obvious it? reasons. <laughs> yeah, we'll, so we'll talk more about that in speculation, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, New technology? Uh, we don't really not, have a ton. Not quite yet. I do have one more thing on uh, Ward before we move on. He's all, all like, right. upset about killing an innocent guy. And I'm just thinking, like, he's he's an an asset. He's he's a, basically could be an assassin. Like, I'm sure he's killed an innocent person before. Yeah. Yep. But he would he. I think the the difference was. He killed a person because he was afraid they were going to come back and, and hurt Sky specifically. Not because they were potentially a national threat or yada, yada, yada. Like, there's all these different reasons why he would do that. This one struck too close to home. But he was also being manipulated into thinking that way. Presumptuously. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't it, know. It, it read a little flat. Yeah, it didn't ring very true to me. But I can also hear arguments for it. It just it didn't quite make it there on its own. 
Hmm. Yeah. Okay, now I'm done with character. We can move <laughs> on to tech stuff. I have orders not to do this with anyone else present. They're taking out our guns. Get Director Fury on the line or I'll march you out there first. Sir, what is going on? A whole lot. Who is shooting at us? Come here, let me catch you up. Apparently Agent Hand is the clairvoyant. So chew on that first. Agent Melinda May, voice command, emergency protocol one. Emergency protocol one. This is an X10 straight connection to Director Fury's personal line. Where is he? Director Fury is dead. Well, let's see. We've got the UAVs, but they're not really new tech. They're just fancy shield. Um, and then we've got the whatever the bomb is that they use to open the plane, which I thought was pretty cool. And also kind of really simple. Just a strategically placed bomb that immediately drops the tail. Like, Which I liked. That was kind of cool. It just knocked out the hydraulics. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, my whole problem with that is, is, is just like the bus. It's, you know, a giant moving fortress, supposedly. And there's no bulletproof glass, and it's that, that easy I to break so. into. Like, I don't Maybe know. Just armor-piercing rounds. I don't know. Seems like a design yeah. flaw. It is a design flaw. I understand once the bullets are inside the plane Maybe that they shred things. Armor, but armor honestly, or bulletproof glass is too heavy to take flight with. I doubt it. Well, those windows has got to be pretty thick. To withstand the pressurization of the plane. Yeah. Sure. And that is a huge fucking plane. Uh, I don't think the weight of the glass. The Marvel Agents. No, shoot. stop. Uh, uh, it, it just it bugged me. Probably because didn't we just have this conversation? Was that this podcast or was that in Arrow? Like, I feel like we just had this conversation like why isn't there bulletproof glass oh it was an arrow because the, there was a bus transporting a bunch of um, yeah. prisoners and he just shoots through it and so i looked up some videos like okay maybe it is armor piercing rounds busting through bulletproof glass it still it doesn't shatter it like as a hole it gets some impacts like the bulletproof glass of that uh, Fitz was hiding behind when May was shooting at him. Or, so, no, see, those are icer rounds, though. And that's true, but it looks more like but that. The real answer is bulletproof gra- glass looks like Fury's car in, in yeah. Captain America Two, where it's yes. got you know an amount of resistance that they just eventually punch through. Mm-hmm. And so it would shatter, not in an explosive way, but in the kind of everything just falls down. After it spider webs to oblivion, like yeah, yeah, yep. It's basically heavy, heavy, heavy duty safety glass. It's not what we saw, which is no. the issue. We have one other piece of tech that came out. Do you remember Dan? I remember seeing the rotating wheels on the bus and thinking that seems very impractical. <laughs> the uh, the mouse holder. I don't remember that. The uh, the lightweight no, Fitz's mouse hold device that it burns high intensity and he cuts a hole in the uh, bottom of the bus and then they drop into the the woodworks or whatever of the of the hub. It's how they get out of the plane. It's how they get yeah. into the other area. It's just a little like pen micro torch that burns through holes, burns holes and things. Isn't Did... that what Fury uses to yeah. cut his way out of the car? Yes, it is. And no one ever explains. <laughs> and yeah, the Winter and Soldier doesn't bother jumping down there and chasing after him. Even though he's been shot? Well, that's the thing. I, don't they make a mention 
doesn't Fitz mention that he he made it ages ago and it just never went into production? Yeah, it should be. And then Garrett says something top about agents top keep agents best. keep all the best gear for themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally missed that a little it. bit. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um Check. done. Well Check. no, there's the one thing where okay, so they download all the stuff off the bus and then they wipe the bus. Who has that stuff at the end? Sky. I don't know. Doesn't Sky give it to Ward? That's what I thought. Oh. beast. That's what I thought. I did not even think about that. I mean, I don't know if he that. still has it at the end because they talk about they talk about restarting the bus, so she might have gotten it back. But at that part, at that point, Ward's on a plane with a spoiler, 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 spoiler. <laughs> I'm just saying he may still have it. Solid point. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hmm. Goody. <laughs> yeah. King Clairvoyant. Oh, uh, for those of you wondering, if you have not watched and you're still listening and you don't care about spoilers, because obviously we had already dared to warn you like five times, uh, Garrett's actually the Clairvoyant, so that was exciting. <laughs> yeah. Is he, though? Look, I don't know anymore. <laughs> well, it's someone with security clearance. I, I no longer think of the clairvoyant as a person. I think of it as the top people of the Hydra infiltration. Yeah. I mean, literally, the clairvoyant could be Sitwell. Yeah, exactly. Which still makes me annoyed. And he, he's also dead. Pretty sweet death. We don't death. know that. Do well, we? Winter Soldier pulls him out of a moving car and tosses him in front of a moving bus going the other way. Oh, yeah. He's a dead. Moving pickup truck. <laughs> I mean, no dead. body, but 95% sure. Wait, he's going to show up like Max Headroom in like 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Cool. Let's do some quotes. I have quite a few quotes. I have um, a few as well. <laughs> but I think my favorite, my favorite is one um, where I can't remember what it's in response to, but Coulson and Garrett are having the conversation after they're um, holding the good part, we think, of the team at gunpoint. And Garrett's going on and on and blah, blah, blah. And Coulson says, no, John, this is you being a psychopath. Mm. And I love that line. It was beautiful. Nice. And then the one that Rudy and I both like, which is later in that same conversation, I believe, where Fitz is crying beautifully, beautifully crying, and says, you're going to suffer for what you've done, and I plan to be a big part of it. Which is also beautiful. That's character development for you. Because Fitz is not a wrathful man. But that guy deserves it. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, I liked at the beginning, it's probably Fitz who said it, uh, talking about May. It's like, she's a sleeper. And May's sitting there on the floor asleep. He's like, no, I'm, I mean the other kind of sleeper. It was Coulson when he took him into the, the holding cell with Ward. Okay, yeah, takes Ward in. Gotcha. Coulson. Good job, Coulson. Yeah, it was a normal sort of deadpan misspeak thing that Coulson does. His jokes are kind of horrible. Yeah. Sounds like so we know. <laughs> Saying that, I'm like Coulson. Yeah. And then there's uh, Rudy's favorite part, the trip and... Uh, Simmons scene. Where, I liked it. It wasn't my favorite part. Well, one of. My yeah. favorite line, though, is uh, he he's like, I'm trustworthy. You're the one who works for the robot zombie back from the dead. 
So you take the knife, and if you try to stab me, I'll kill you. I'm trustworthy as hell. Well, but it does turn out that he's been trusting the wrong people. Yeah. I like his reaction when Garrett is away. Oh my gosh, yeah. Losing his fucking mind in the background. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, And then my last one I've got is... Sky and uh, Ward are talking. She's like, you haven't taught me to hold up to interrogation yet. And Ward responds with, yeah, we'll get to that. It's fun. (laughs) Missed that part. Yeah, that's the part where she gives him the data. Ah. It's like, maybe you should hold on to this since I have no ability to withstand it. And he's about to go out and fight like 12 dudes. Beat him all to death and shoot him and shit. And then she's like, he's like, do you want to go get a drink? And she's like, is now really the time? And then she gives him a kiss anyway and says something like, you're about to die. I mean, what the hell? And we're like, seriously? Like, honestly? This is really poor planning and poor timing and move on. Yeah. <laughs> I liked to right before that where she's like, there's like a hundred guys out there. And he's just like, like 12. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice speculation is it time it's time it's called a mouse hole cuts through anything really I designed it a year ago and submitted it for testing but it never reached distribution top agents always offer good stuff you're right the hard drive's safer in your hands you haven't taught me how to hold up under torture yet we'll get to that it's real fun all right Here's where we split. Sky and Ward heading to the nurse center. Disable their systems. Most importantly, their control of our plane. Copy that. Remember, these agents are under orders. Use icers only. We'll find Simmons, get her out. She goes straight for hand. Hydra's always talking about getting their heads cut off, right? Saving Simmons and Triplet. That's our priority. I agree. And that's how I'd get it done. Hope you have a better plan. Phil, I can help you. We need your help, but the cuffs stay on. Speculation. So final scene. Is Ward the double, double, double bluff? I don't want him to be bad, but ah, what the hell? The moment we're talking about, I'm sure you know, but I'm going to go ahead and reiterate it for uh, our spoiler unsavvy friends who have (laughs) listened all the way through through all of our roadblocks. Um, Ward says he wants to personally see where Garrett's going. Um, Hand allows him to do so. Hand suggests that he shoots Garrett, Garrett in the face. To make up instead... for shooting the wrong clairvoyant. Yeah. And instead... and instead shoots everybody on the plane, including Hand. Yeah. Well, he hasn't shot the pilot. The pilot is still flying the plane. But... We don't know how long that would last because you think that the pilot would notice the gunshots. And be like, yo, what the fuck? And then he's going to get shot. Yeah. And the good news is... So in the end of it, we have Garrett smiling evilly at Ward and Ward kind of twitching at him. And at the very, very end, the post-credit scenes has Ward in the plane with Garrett talking, telling stories to him, and he's just sort of... Sitting there. Sitting there, looking off into space. And then I think he has a take where he looks at the camera, and it's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Really, what the fuck is happening? Because what the hell? And that, that whole part <laughs> of the thing is where I was, my head was just exploding, going, what, what, the, what, what, what the fuck? What? <laughs> I don't want him to be a bad guy. I'm willing to go with... Mind control. I wonder but if he it's could a, be a sleeper. I wonder if it's a question. I mean, ugh. is he going along with Garrett? This is a long shot. I'm going to go ahead and preface this with saying it's a long shot. Perhaps he's going along with Garrett so that he can find out where Garrett's base of operations is so that he can collect intel and go deep counterinsurgency and figure out how to strike back at the Hydra invasion at the root. But I don't see him killing Hand if that was the case. Yeah. He had to in order for the other guy to believe him. No. For Garrett to believe. Where I stood after watching this is uh, Garrett, or 
Ward is more. Uh, what's the word? Ward is a lot more loyal to Garrett than he is to Shield as a whole. So he's not necessarily evil. He's just protecting his SO. It's wrong. Yeah. That's so crazy. But he also doesn't see a lot of the crazy that happens. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I I'm hoping that's wrong. I don't I don't know. That's kind of where I felt it was going, and I don't know which I want more. I don't want him to be a sleeper agent because I think that's boring. I think it'd be very interesting if he now is turning Hydra and has to kind of internally decide whether he should go Hydra or stay with S.H.I.E.L.D. I think that's the most interesting way to go from here. That bridge has been burned, man. <laughs> but he, uh, unless he can find a really good reason for why he killed five S.H.I.E.L.D. operatives on a plane, including including Hand, who was one of the two highest. Yep. And he's got to explain that to Phil Coulson, who, as we see, is not very lenient on the idea of, <laughs> Betrayal. of secondhand uh, loyalties. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. I I'm hoping that he's not just a sleeper. I'm hoping that he he's been turned due to Garrett's involvement alone. Yeah, and how does that loop back to his new thing with Sky? Yeah. Also. I don't know. Craziness. Yep. At least we don't have to wait a long time to find out what happens next. Yep. How many more episodes do we have this season? Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four. Four or five. I think five. Because I think there's 22 episodes, yeah. And they're all in a row. No more breaks, which is nice. Yay! What? what? So, yeah, that's... Yeah. This is why there were so many breaks earlier this year. <laughs> so that they could stretch it out and get to this point at the same well, time our, as that was my feeling too is that they needed to Cap. they needed to make it so that this episode would light up with the Captain America theatrical release mm-hmm. yeah because it makes zero sense if you don't have it line up yeah please know if we want some chicken yes and by that I mean yes yes so yeah Agents of yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of Shield. What a good episode! Awesome episode. But now I'm like, wait. And did what not. What are we gonna call the <laughs> show now? Did not we call the Whedon esque long game? Oh yeah. I believe we brought this up in the last episode as well. Mm-hmm. So. And Who knows where I am... we'll go from here. I'm impressed as hell as that, as that they were able knows, to tie in the movie as well it. as they were. Yeah, also. it was really well done. And I like that we were so clear in the movie that all of this is happening in D.C. at the Triskelion. Mm-hmm. And then we know that everything in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode is happening at the hub, which I don't know if we know where that is. Nevada. Well, it's in the ground, so who knows? It's in the ground somewhere. Um, we may know. I can't remember. We're not if allowed we to know. But it's happening at the hub, which is obviously not anywhere near DC. That's classified. Yeah. And then we get pictures of surveillance that are obviously from the Captain America movie. Yeah. Later. At the the hub sort of nerve center after the incursion's been thwarted. Yeah. I like that. Yep. Maybe the new title should be Agents of Whooping Hydra's Ass. (laughs) Agents of Whooping Hydra's Ass. That's a little long. It doesn't, you know, just trip (laughs) off the tongue. Well, I mean, if you take away the acronym, it's Agents of the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. Which is still pretty long. So, Agents of Hua. Agents of what? Yeah, it it, it sounds like they're related to the Knights who say neat. (laughs) Agents of whipping Hydra's ass totally. Agents of what? What? (laughs) 
That would be awesome. All right. Well, um, did you notice that the title card at the end of the last uh, uh, commercial break was not the Agents of Shield logo, but a Hydra logo? Yep. That was yeah. awesome. It was brilliant. It was. All good things. Yeah. And shit's hitting the fan. And we're about yep. to see where it lands for five more episodes. Yep. It should then, be interesting. I mean, Coulson's in charge of the hub at this point. Especially we know that some, yeah, we know that some of the other places have been taken over, which we can probably guess is all of the academies, or especially the science ones. Yeah. yeah. But as far as we know, the East African headquarters and the treehouse and the fridge are probably not is what they said in the episode so yeah of course we don't know exactly what that means no <laughs> well the fridge is where they're keeping like uh graviton probably more than just him and yeah and probably scorch and the others and eh, scorch is kind of exploded scorch is exploded and it doesn't mean he's not come back together, but he's probably, probably dead. means that. Since, since Scorch is unstable extremis, I'd say he's probably gone. Yeah, little toast. I like toast. <laughs> Should toast with her chicken. Mm. Sweet. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. The processing center is at the end of that hall. Give me your eyes, sir. What are you going to do? Pave the way for you. There's like a hundred guys out there. Twelve. Level five foot soldiers, basic armor package, and no other way through. The others are depending on us. But it's suicide. Not if I don't die. And if I do... Well, slow down. Maybe I deserve to. I killed an innocent man, this guy. You didn't know. You thought you were doing the right thing. You thought he was going to... To hurt you. As always, thank you for listening. If you want to leave us feedback, and I'm sure you do after this exciting episode, uh, you could shoot us an email at colsonlivespodcast at gmail.com. Maybe it's the colsonlivespodcast at gmail.com. I think it's just colsonlivespodcast at gmail.com. Find us on our website at colsonlivespodcast.blogspot.com. And... uh, Find us on Facebook, like us over there, and iTunes is a good yeah, place for you to, to leave us. reviews. Feel free to tell us if you think we've got it all wrong with our speculations. We'll be yeah. happy to discuss it with you at the beginning of next episode. Yes, yeah. yes we would. Tell you about how right we are. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool that Phil Coulson is now the, the top agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Especially since Fury kind of went into a full retirement. Well, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't even really exist anymore. That's true. Go ahead, Dan. And maybe Marie Hill. Yeah. I believe Hill is going to be on the show a few more times. So, that's exciting. Well, she's done with How I Met Your Mother. She should become a regular. Yeah, exactly. If there's a season two, she should definitely be on it a lot. So, um, yeah, Facebook, iTunes, Blogspot. If you want to check out the Rogue Arrow podcast, the Mainframe Chronicle podcast, and the Cinemasters podcast, you could do that over at almproductions.net. Join us next week as we discuss Patton Oswalt being on the episode. That's that's how you know a show has made it, is Patton Oswalt guest stars. (laughs) In my head, at least. He's amazing at midnight. Mm-hmm. He's amazing at everything. Um, so, yeah, that'll be good. T- 
titled Providence, I believe. And yep. yeah, that's that's that. So here we go. Speed's building up. We're running towards the end. We're gonna get there, and it's gonna be glorious. It's weird that this is still four episodes away from the end of the thing. This feels like a mid-season cliff, yeah. or an end of the season cliff. It does. So yeah. you only can anticipate the cliff that is actually coming. If this if this feels like it could be the end of the season, you can only imagine how it's we're going to be feeling gonna in be. four weeks. I would prepare for more. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, until next time, I am Daniel Janes. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hungate-Hawk. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. <laughs> no! <laughs> Agents of what? <laughs> <laughs> Coastal Lives Podcast is an autological media productions podcast. Leave us feedback at colsonlivespodcast.blogspot.com or send us an email at colsonlivespodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash colsonlivespodcast and rate and review us on iTunes. As always, thank you for listening and feel free to check out our other podcasts at almppodcast.blogspot.com or by following the links at the Colson Lives page.